0: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
1: Nick Roush back here with you for another rapid reaction. Adam Luckett's here. And for the first time at a Kentucky football game, it's Jacob Polacek. Jacob, how was your first Kentucky football experience? It was interesting, that's for sure. The first half, a uh, little slow start, but we got it going in the second half, so it was a fun time. Little did he know, Lucky, that this is just what happens when Kentucky plays EKU. It's going to be ugly, and then they're going to figure it out, and then they're going to win the damn
0: ball game. I thought I was going to have to put my arm around him and show him the exits here in about the middle of the first quarter, but Kentucky figured it out in the second half. A frustrating day, really, I think, all around, a frustrating day. Um, defense kind of dominated the first half. Offense kind of dominated the second half, but both sides didn't play well in the other half. So you didn't really play complementary football. And then special teams make some good plays. Marion Brown sets up the touchdown reception there at the end of the first half, but you get a kick block, a punt block. First possession of the game sets up EKU's first touchdown. So a lot of – some good, but then a lot of bad. And it was just kind of eh. You just left the stadium eh. You realized Kentucky was going to win the game in the second half, but you were just like, "eh, they're just not playing there that well." And it's an ugly win at the end of the day, and you really didn't want it to be an ugly win. I'm going to recreate Mark Stoops' post-game press conference.
1: Complimentary football, we did good. It was very, mm, it was good. We won. We're two and zero. We're good. He, yeah. he wanted penalties. To, he wanted to not be mad and rip his team publicly, but it wasn't pretty, Jacob. It was not ugly. But you know what? They ended up winning the football game and the way that I like to think of it, Jacob, this is the preseason. The real season starts in 2 weeks. So you got to you didn't lose the preseason game. You're 2 and 0. You just keep moving forward. Keep pushing forward. Yeah, a win is a win. I think there were some good things to take from that, but yeah, like I said, a win is a win. So, <laughs> <laughs> see, and that's that's Mr. Polacek. He's coming in, not too hot. Going to be reserved, not bringing the hot takes out for. It. But I am curious. Before we get into the spiciest meatballs we have to offer on this Take Quake, what was your favorite part of this? this? Is your first Kroger Field atmosphere? You got to enjoy all the sights and sounds. Favorite part of this beautiful facility. Of the facility or the game? We're talking good right now, just something good. I I would say getting that that first touchdown in the the second quarter. I was nervous that I didn't want to go a full half without getting any Kentucky (laughs) points. So seeing that first touchdown, getting some points on the board, that got me excited. You got to exhale ever so slightly. And... As, like I said earlier, it was a tale of two halves. Uh, can you please read me off the Devin Leary second half stat line? We don't want to do this every week, but it's like the second half, he just, a light bulb comes on and he just dominates. Let's do
0: good, good news, bad news. Good cop, bad cop. First okay. up, the good cop. Devin Leary in the second half against CKU 10 of 13, 198 yards, three touchdowns, 15.2 yards per attempt, eight consecutive completions to end the game. Of course, Kentucky scores on four straight touchdown drives. Yep. And that's not even counting his. 25 yard touchdown pass to Tavian Robinson. So you throw that in there, numbers yep. are even better. Yep. But the first six drives, Kentucky was an absolute poo-poo platter on offense.
1: It felt like every time Leary was going to throw an accurate pass, the receivers didn't run through their routes. They didn't finish their again, routes. Or it was vice versa. It was he throws it on a dime and then it goes right through the receiver. Again, arm. it just
0: felt clunky. It didn't feel didn't feel clean. Nope. Nope. Just, the well, running
1: game still- struggled to, the running game really didn't Yeah, get but they're going. not,
0: they're not committing to the run. So I don't really want to be too hard on the running game because when you look up the numbers they're real, they're, they do some good things but they're not committing to the run. They're very much in a pass first mentality right now and when you're in pass first mentality you can't have a lot of incompletions if you have incompletions but you behind the chains, you don't establish a rhythm and I think that's really what kind of happened early in this game and it took them a while to get out of that rut and then penalties were huge. Penalties were ginormous, third and one, first possession of the game you're going to Plow it in there, move the chains, you got a drive start, and instead, false start. You get in third and six. You have to punt, gets the punt block.
1: Next P- possession. Josh
0: Caddis yep. has a holding call that takes away a big run, that puts you in third and long. Leary throws an interception. Uh, and on a scoring opportunity. You're right outside the red zone. So penalties are really killing this football team right now. And it's not just the offense, defense have had some penalties too. They have to clean that up. They've got to start playing cleaner. I mean, that's that's going to be the word of the week again. I I think they have to start playing cleaner and they have to play complimentary football. Last week, I felt they played some complimentary football. This week, I really didn't feel they played complimentary football.
1: And I think part of Mark Stubbs gritting his teeth through all of that is that a lot of what he was preaching did not go into practice. But here is my overall big picture. We're going to be optimistic. We're going to be sunshine pumpers, I'm going to put on my blue tinted glasses and I'm going to tell you that everything's going to be okay. Because you know what happened in 2021? Kentucky laid a dud against Chattanooga. 28-23, they didn't cover the spread. It was ugly. Liam Cohen and his game plan sucked. And you know what happened? The Wildcats went and won 10 games. These FCS games have absolutely no correlation to big picture what happens this season. Uh, whether it's 2015 and you're eking out a win here, or whether you open the season to 2014 with a 59-14 win over UT Martin, or even go back to 2018 when Kentucky blew out Murray State, it does not matter. This game does not matter big picture, except that you got out of there a win. Mark Stoops is now only 4-6 against the spread in these games, so maybe don't bet them. <laughs> Just don't bet when they play FCS teams, but as long as you win, that's, that's all that matters. As Jacob said, he provided so much enlightening insight. A win is a win. A win
0: is a win. And I, I think, for one, I'd much rather prefer a uh, bad first half, good second half, than a good first half, bad second half. You're going into next week with some momentum. Yeah, but you do have to wonder if people feel different or if the game plays out differently, if Larry comes out and shreds like he did at the, 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 the second half. That's true. That things just look differently and you feel differently if he comes out and cooks early. What's up with the first half starts? Why are the first half offense, why does it look like this? That's a huge question for me. Why Why is it like this in the first half? And then they find their rhythm and second? Like, what is going on? Because this was a staple for Cohen first time around. The first yep. half they would cook people. That's not happening now. So they have to figure that out. And they have to get off to a hotter starts in these games. I mean, just simply. And the defense, they're not putting – full games together. They're putting segments, they're putting possessions together. They're not putting full games. They have to work on putting full games together. But I thought the defense did some good things. Maxwell Harrison gets a big interception there in the first half. They get a a, a stop there, force a field goal, which I believe Eastern Kentucky misses the long Mm -hmm. field goal. So they did some good things in the first half. They still got some stuff to work on. they, it just feels Tre- like they Trevor did. Wallace is good. Trevor Wallace is awesome. really, really good. It feels like they, they lose, like, concentration almost. Like, they get a lead and they just kind of Well, and then on the
1: third downs, uh, Kentucky. The third downs an issue. Still not good on either side, really, offense or defense. Uh, and as like it said, the operative word, they're still going to be cleaning things up when we move into week three of the preseason. I know they say it's not real, but next week we're going to have to wait till a 7.30 kickoff when the Akron zips and Joe Moorhead returns to Kroger Field. You could feel... A weird lull in the air before the game today. It was cloudy. It was overcast. Something was off. It'd be nice if they got right next week right back here at Kroger Field to take on Akron Zips in week three. We'll be back here for more. Stay tuned for more on the KSR YouTube channel. It's time for
0: today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land.